Hi guys, welcome back to Tech with Wanola. On today's episode, we have a guest. His name is Tobiloba, and he's currently a dev advocate. He's also an enthusiast for open source, and his goal is to gather as many Nigerians as possible and Africans into the open source space to feel safe and to make great adventures. Okay, so you could follow him on Twitter as Toby underscore solutions and that's the good stuff. Okay, so today we are going to be asking questions on open source and dev advocacy. Hi Toby, how are you doing today? Uh yeah, hello Wanola. I'm glad you um, you reached out and um finally got the time to fix for this. <laughs> um yeah so um I'm Toby Loba. Yeah I'm Toby Loba and um yeah I'm a, I'm a developer advocate from the JS and um yeah I'm a front right. engineer. I, okay. I work currently so I have like full time then there's open source that I do because I love it and okay. um, yeah pretty much uh yeah about me uh my tech journey started like last year March and um went to boot camp and from then on it's my open source journey was started last year so um, from okay. then on it's been great it's been awesome it's been hurdles after hurdles and uh yeah today yeah there's many challenges I Great to be here. I'm happy to be here, Elena. Thank you. So, can you explain, like, what is open source? Because I've actually had an episode on this pod about open source a few weeks ago. And um, many people got back to me and they were like, okay, how do I start? And some other people reached out. They were like, they've started, but they're not getting their pull requests merged to the main uh profile and stuff like that so can you quickly explain open source software and why is it important in the developers community uh yeah good question and um, one that i guess gets asked very often but i'm not sure people provide the right answers to that question um for my own i'm going to explain like uh from a raw perspective which is um how i actually got into open source i didn't get it Get into it like by watching a course or going through uh, okay. or following some of this content. So uh, my answer would be um open source is just um uh software or anything okay. basically or projects. Let's say projects. Projects is more is a word that encapsulates a lot of things. Let's say open source is just a project that is backed, managed by a couple of people or a community that is made available to people so that they can contribute or enhance that existing project to, you know, achieve its purpose um, better or something. That That's that's like a made-up definition of open source. From my experiences, working in open source. Because, uh, yeah, I was there like an additional question to that the question, because I just defined open source. Why is it important in the developer okay. community? Yeah, um, well, why, it's, why it's important in the developer community? Yeah, because... I mean, if you think about it, like in the on the grand scheme of things, most of the things we use today are like open source tools. I mean, um, I, I I'm a React developer. I'm a Next.js. I use Next.js too, which is built on React. But React, yeah, we all know React. Like, well, there are like several other frameworks or um, libraries that are based off of React. But if React did not, if React, um, did not start out as being an open source project that Facebook, um, initiated back then, was it 2015 or something, to um to you know improve front end um 
and client-side applications, there would be no, at least most of the companies I've been saying now that put, put their job postings outside, all are, are looking for React developers. So that tool is actually helping those companies, which is React, it's helping those companies achieve their goal of yielding front-end client-side applications, which they need for their companies. So now, as okay. far as the developers' perspectives, um, open source um, does help developers because I mean, there's tooling. There are tool, there, are, there are lots of tooling online that are open source, which which we just like install every time to use in our projects and helps us to do work faster. And um, okay. to probably like answer your question because I've been like going around it and still just giving other points that relate to it. But to answer your question directly, I would say that the way open source helps developers is that it basically gives us and equip us with everything that we need to actually do what developer stuff is. Because 90% of the things that we do as developers are just us using open source projects to build stuff. All right, all right. Thank you for that. That is really insightful. And I also like to ask more question. How did you personally get involved in the open source movement? And what actually motivated you to say, okay, open source is something I want to do. And I think it's going to help my career. What was the motivation behind it? Did you read any article? Did you have any model that you just want to be like or something like that? The funny story, actually, I joined 4C and it's like, you probably heard of it. It's like, it's this community by Francesco that I started, uh, you know, Francesco Chula from Twitter. So I joined this community, uh, 4C yes. school community of content creators. So I joined there and um, yeah, then I was like, you fresh off. And uh, I was like, yeah, yeah, I know React, all these things, blah, 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 blah. And then um, Octoberfest was coming in as at October last year. This stuff that DigitalOcean does annually. I hope I'll be able to participate in this year's only. Yeah. But then, then I heard Octoberfest was like, uh, um, all you have to do is get four PRs merged, an open source project, and then you get um, a free swag. So I was like, okay, this is awesome. I want free swag, obviously. <laughs> and I also, okay, this wow. might actually be an opportunity for me to get into open source. So I just like, um, mm-hmm. I was like, went for it and I was like very active on forces. Then I heard that they were looking for a maintainer of the websites and the website was built um on next year's and they went. I was like, okay, wow, uh, this actually does align with my friends because I, I think I can maintain the site. So I took over and um, maintaining the site and uh from then on I got uh, I got to like um learn how it was, you know, managing open shows. Because like it was during the Active Office period, lots of people wanted to obviously get probably the free swag that I was after too as well. <laughs> so a lot of people were like trying to get their PRs merged, raising issues, all these things here and there. And everybody was, you know, just trying to get stuff on the website, that, on that 4C website. So I was then managing, doing stuff. And then if I just go to live streams at times during the October first period to like, um, to like work on the 4 side. So it was during one of his live streams, 12 hour live streams that I got like four of my PRs merged. Actually, I got five PRs merged on Forsy site. Wow. So I got like five PRs merged on the first side live. And it was like doing it like it's over. Uh, it was like was it a Saturday? I just woke up, I opened my laptop and I joined this YouTube live stream. And I was just like, yeah, my PRs merged. And I, all my five PRs were merged that single day. Wow. For the Actima Fest stuff. So I was like, I, I was just I was just like amazed and stuff. And and that was that was it for me. That was that was that was my journey into puzzles. And that was how it actually just made sense to me. So my journey to open source, I got lucky because I knew what it was being a maintainer from the beginning, and I was able to experience what it's like being a contributor to an existing open source project. So I got to experience both sides of the coin, like starting out 
in open source, but I already had my own skills, which was which were front end skills. But I get in now and software engineering skills, and I'll get in on board into open source. I was like, okay, and yeah, yeah, I know this is for me. This work I can't do in open source, and I maybe later on in the future I was like acquiring other skills that were pertinent to open source. But I knew what I wanted, and I knew how, and I already got got the skills. Like I already got the knowledge rather being a maintainer and a contributor. So it was. That's how, that was how I got started. And I, it's, it's it's very like, chances are very slim that everybody would get that kind of um, orientation Opportunity. to get started with open source. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, what challenges or obstacles like are you currently facing or have you faced when contributing to open source as a contributor or as a maintainer? And how did you overcome them? Ah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's the um, there's the part where I get bored, and there's the part where I feel like I'm putting in too much work, and I and I'm seeing not enough, not the right amount of returns that I'm expecting. I mean, it's open source. There is no unless your open source is sponsored like Solid, um, that project like Solid Astro, Astro, or, uh, or which other one? React. They have like their own, they have their own schemes or um incentives that they used to get funding and on sponsorship. For open source projects that are like free and you're just doing it just to um, keep it running and stuff, you might get, um, uh, for me, from my own perspective now, which is what you asked, asked um, one of the things that I faced was um, sometimes I would like get um, uh, sad and feel like, and I would just shut down at times. I would like um, get burnt out, basically. I don't know. I don't know if it's called, I don't know if it's called, burnt out is like the exact word you use. That's telling the next day out. <laughs> Because the next day I'm probably like just going to get started and continue from where I stopped basically. Yeah. But like I feel like at times, but that I feel like I just feel like, oh wow, I'm not actually what am I doing on this? Like, what am I getting any thought? I'm not getting any money yeah. from this. So in my spare time I would like use it to apply for jobs and all these things. And but but like it was a rough it was a rough um journey. But like I think what helped me then was that there was a community behind it. So I wasn't just doing this alone. And there were people there and in the community that were also part of it, people contributing to the website. So I was like, we'll just chat, we'll vibe, and then we'll talk about stuff we could do. I'm not, I was not the only one working on it. So there were others that would raise PRs, I'll review their PRs. It was basically me getting a lot of things that would help me improve as a software engineer early on in my career. Mm-hmm. Because I only started like yeah. last year, and, and it was crazy because I would like review people's code, read their code, tell you, okay, the way you've written this is not good. Can you optimize it too? Are you the name of mm-hmm. your rules? All those things here and there. Can you move this to another part? Can you make this thing more responsive? All those things like it helps you, but you don't you don't see the you don't you don't get immediate returns because feel like the, the the way that we are programmed as humans is that okay we need immediate immediate returns whenever we are putting effort yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But but I feel like um yeah one that, that and that was one of like um biggest challenges that um that, that I faced that I feel like a lot of people will face in open source because they feel like. Um, this is Nigeria. I'm not even getting money for data. I'm not getting money for anything. I'm investing so much time, effort. Um, I'm even spending mm-hmm. like gets to contribute to this mm-hmm. stuff. So yeah, it's part of the things. But um, in my opinion, I wouldn't say open source is for everyone. But I would say open source is something mm-hmm. that everyone can do to improve themselves and to make contributions mm-hmm. to your project. Basically, that's one. That's yeah. That's just like me living like um a glimmer of lights all that clips and the end of the tunnel okay thank you thank you for sharing that's really real like many people suffer from burnout i read on one particular article 
on Dev 2 and then he was actually talking about his experience ex- like facing burnout because he was actually getting a lot like you said from what he was putting in and that could be very discouraging a lot of times especially in a country whereby I think the economy is not as nice to many yeah. people who aren't gaining enough yeah I can relate to that thank you so much for sharing all right so would you like to share like some success stories or examples of projects that have thrived due to open source we know some like react we know some like facebook and so many other notes in this project which other one do you think is very very good for us uh yeah there are projects like uh yeah there are projects like um uh that i what some that i've noticed like blew up yeah, projects like Room G Room GBT by um Asan is like a devil at um uh over at um Vassel. Yeah, projects like um Solid GS by Ryan Kanyato. Yeah, projects by um yeah. projects like Million GS that I developed for currency. Because when I joined Million, it was like thousand stars or something and or something that Adrian has been pushing for two years and I recently got like a parachute feature on one of on one of his videos and it just that's why Million Gems and it just blew up. And, and now it's wow. like getting so much traction and stuff. So, um, wow. yeah, I mean, yeah, there's million GS and there are projects like, um, what else uh, would I mention? Uh, yeah, there are, there are tons of like success stories when it comes to open source projects. Well, when the long run, chances of an open source project succeeding is the community behind it. Because if you have a project that is that is existing and you don't have a community to, um, you know, um, uh, iterate over your project, when, when I say it's great, I mean like the community has to actively follow the process of your open source projects because if the community, if your open source raising community back, there's a high chance of failure in the open source project because it's just be like you're just hyping okay. the projects, right? It's like I'm, like I'm a salesman. But if I have like, um, you yeah. have like 200 other people telling me, telling others that, okay, check this stuff out. This guy's really doing really awesome stuff. And, and wherever I say it's actually like true because I have experienced it. Too. I mean, that is amazing. Yes. Because um, for one, you are like getting free promotion for your project, and okay. you are also like engaging the people that exist within your community. You are making them feel among and feel part of what you are actually building exist um, currently. Because it might not feel like they are contributing because you might be doing all the heavy lifting, but they are actually helping your project move forward. So one more question on open source. There are many people who are gone into this and then they're just like this open source is not really as attractive to say it is probably because of the different types of projects and probably because of the maintenance probably because of different bias that they face and what they have to like do so at oscar fest there was this lady who was talking about how she had PRs weren't getting merged. And she didn't know what the problem was because maintainers weren't reaching out. So, well, developers facing this type of things, like what, how can they keep on? And what can they do? What special type of project? How do you know that this is the project that my opinions matter? This is the project that the contribute or the maintainer rather would be open to let me know what I should do. Like you said, 
um, many in your case, like you just tell people in the community that, okay, change this, tweak this, make this more responsive. That is the maintainer reaching out to the members of his community. What about in some projects that their maintainers don't reach out? They just reject the PR and that's the end of the story. Imagine someone's PR getting rejected in like five to six projects. How can they continue? What What's the particular project that they should be like, oh, this is one that the maintainers reach out to or what do you think uh yeah i agree with that and and on the perspective of like a maintainer there was an article by and Ant- anthony full i don't know if you know him he's like um i think he was the guy that created nox was in nox of test i think he created both okay um so um so he, he i with the, the article he talked about like how to ma- manage your notifications as an open source maintainer okay. that was pretty much the idea behind the um uh the article and and the reason i brought this into the convert into my answer is because um yeah if you check my mail now it's like it always blows up like whenever something happens on any open source project like i'm like i can't even remember it's about twenty six thousand mails now so it's not just for wow. so there are other things that i've left i don't even like well it yeah. just keeps compounding because i don't because i don't even read them or, or try advertise to read them but, but i wouldn't be in open source that long because i've actually amassed like maybe over sixteen thousand before at least twenty thousand wow. before getting to so and text up. But wait, but yeah, but yeah, I mean like if you think about it, um maintainers to have um stuff that they are doing. And and the thing with open source projects like I think there's like I, I don't know how to describe it. it's like a, a chain or something. Because the higher the, the, the bigger the open source projects, the, the likelihood of the fact that maintainers might not have the time to actually attend to you like you would want them to yeah because as a maintainer i maintain projects like like the forces side the very relatively small projects that i can um easily reach out to um um comment on issues and tell people that okay do you want to work on this do you want to work on this and they reply that yes i would like to work on this i'll assign them or check out their peers and tell them that okay this is good i'll, I'll get this merge now and stuff like that well think about a project like link free projects like daily dev where's like mm-hmm. react like react for example that are like yeah. huge projects, for example, you can't expect. I don't know. I don't know. I'm. I'm. I maybe. I may be wrong. I'm, I might be wrong on this, but you don't expect a maintainer to actively keep tracking you. Um. Yeah. To okay. Uh, to tell you that okay. Um, uh, can you do this? Can you do this? Can you do that? Because that's a much bigger project, and um, yeah. it might be more difficult on the maintainers because on on, on bigger on big projects there are like maybe four or five maintainers and a couple of other people that do code reviews. So they are like volunteers that do code reviews and people that check out issues. So I think the starting point would be um, creating an issue, a, a, a PR first. I'm pretty sure that there's a high chance that there are other people that would come by your PR and just do code reviews normally. Without approved, suggest corrections and stuff like that. So talk to those people and like relate to them because in a bigger project, there's a very high chance that more people will come to check PRs in those projects and like pro- give their own insights as to how that person can improve or one day done if it's not good enough. So just relate to those people and tell them that okay, um, can you give me some ideas as to how I can make this better? Can we like sync up in the community? Can I get a Discord handle or something? Are you in the community? Let's yeah. chat in the Discord chat or something like that. And then maybe when chat in the Discord, other people will see maybe one of the maintainers might even see one of your conversation going on. I'll be like, okay, this is interesting. Let me go check out your issue on Discord or something like that. So this is what I'm saying this from like um a bit of experience because um, okay. Because at times for maintainers, the work might get overwhelming and, and you don't, and there are also people to they have likes, 
they have a family, they have things to do, they have mm-hmm. classes, they have kids in school or something like that. So, um, yeah. so yeah, I, I, I think it just needs a bit of understanding and a bit of you finding other parts than to reaching out to the maintainers directly. Not everybody can contact the video because he's like a public figure. Like, yeah. Let the people have access to him. But yeah, but certainly people have access to him. So, um, I mean, for maintainers, it should just be like, um, find other people that actually um are helping out with your issues. Just converse with them. Have a normal conversation with them. Join the, the communities, either Discord or Slack. Go and find people there that, oh, um, check, maybe copy the link to your PR or paste it there. Tell them about your PR and, and the issues you are currently having. There are people there that are, they are like good engin- engineers or good um, experienced developers that, ca- that can help you out with what you're currently having. And then when you, when you check all the boxes and, and you walk through and you walk through passes for the PR, there's a high chance that the PR will just come by and uh, a will just come by and put LGTM there. And then, yeah, they will just make your PR. So it, it takes okay. work for you to get your PR and for you to get for you to like actually stand out um in the face of a maintainer because the maintainer i feel like maybe your pr is pretty low priority now let me not put too much effort into helping this guy out but you can find other routes like i just suggested to actually get your pr in the loop keep your pr in the loop rather exactly yeah. that yeah yeah mesh and keep it in the loop that they okay they notice that okay this is actually something even though it's low priority you can still just merge this and you know just add it to your project so it's it's a it's a bigger process it's a much longer process when it comes to bigger projects, but it's much shorter. So the higher the bigger the projects, the higher the chances of the gap, the, the larger the gap between you, the okay. contributor and the maintainers. Yeah. Yes, I understand. Thank you so much for shedding light on open source and how to actually contribute to open source in details. Because Many times you hear people talk about open source this, open source that, but they are not giving us as much content on how to contribute, yeah. how to actually get your PRs. I think I'm guilty of that soon. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah get me free. We really know the benefits, yeah, we really know the advantages of open source, but okay, now we are in it. How do we get our PRs merged? So, but yes. Also, congratulations on your nominations of being a GitHub star. So you guys should yeah. vote him. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Please do vote. Check yeah. his Twitter handle to know how you can give him a star. To How does yeah. that go? Do, do we vote? Do we give you a star? Or what do we do to make you nominated or win the nomination? Oh, I, I think I think for now the the um the the model has changed because for it to become a GitHub yeah. star now I think it depends on the amount of nominations you have, and um your your account as a person. So my account is pretty active on this on GitHub, but um yeah I think the the more the more nominations the better my chances I guess. Oh, well, yeah. but if you want to nominate, just go to stars.github.com/nominate yeah. and you can nominate Toby Solutions. Come on, kiss Toby with the Y. Okay, we will, we will. Please, you guys should do the needful. All right, so we are going to Dev Advocacy now. So Dev Advocacy was like a new field in the space and all that. So how did you become a Dev Advocate? Let's start with that. Ah, funny story. Um, Yeah, so um, Dev Advocacy is broad because um, yeah. if you think about it, yeah, there's, um, there's still Dev Brilliant too. That is sort of like, yeah. I think there's like an umbrella term. I can't remember it, but I think, but I know under that umbrella term, there's Dev Advocacy. 
on yes uh, i think i think there's different evangelism or something and there's different really yes so yes. yeah so how i became um a dev uh yeah it was a funny story because i i literally just saw million on daily dev yeah shout out to daily dev too because daily dev is one of the um open source projects that is actually on a, a huge success story um in the yeah. space at the moment so um yeah i saw it on daily dev and I was like, just scrolling through, uh, maybe looking for something. I don't know. I was looking for Radi. Maybe I just opened my browser, and I saw um, uh, a new um open source virtual DOM makes React applications seventy percent faster. I was like, okay, cool. I was looking for something to even do that. Is so I just clicked on it, went to the uh, link, went to the um, to the site. I think it took me to the to the docs. Yeah, it took me to the docs. So I just like um 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 quickly like whipped up a Vit project for those that don't do front end. Vit is like something we used to. Um, quickly like um, 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 bundle up or, or what I call it, like start or create yeah, um React applications. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I just used it to like set up my own um React app, and then uh, I installed Million in it, like mm -hmm. npm install Million. So I just like added some other um, uh, followed the documentation, read through it, and followed the steps that were steps that were there. So I asked you something like the blog, yeah, and then I was like, okay, this is cool. And I tested out tested it out in the end on my browser. I saw that okay, I actually did notice like some performance increases when I used the package. So I was like, okay, this is awesome. I need to reach out to whoever used this. So I went to the um to the site. I, I clicked. I I went to the GitHub. Went to the Discord. And in Discord, I found I found Agent. It was pretty um, it was pretty um, an, a very inactive community there. It was a very small community there. Like I think there were only thirty people or something there, or twenty nine active. I can't remember. It's a very small community and Eddie was very like the only person. Yeah, and this was everything I'm saying now is earlier this year. Earlier this year. So I just like reached out to Aiden and I told him and I told him that I would like to set up a coffee chat. So we set up a coffee chat and then it was on Saturday. And then we talked about million. I was like I was I was telling him how, how awesome project was and now and now it blew my mind and stuff like that. And then I uh, I just like then he said they needed a oh like in the devreading aspect aspect that stuff. And I was like, sure, sure, I'd like to develop for Milia. And I pretty have I have like some experience doing DevRel stuff already, but not professionally. But I can actually develop for, for Milia. So I so so it was like very it was still very much on board the project, um, the idea because on board with the idea because it was like the only person in the core that was very active. He's been pushing Milia for like two years now. And and he was wow. just like excited I I would just join the project. They invited me on GitHub on the Discord and gave me all the things that I needed and and work just started from there. Set up to that and everything. And now it's where it is today. Everything happened in like a span of like two months or three months. I'm saying wow. now, like it's just a couple of months That's that I started with Amelia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, Thank you. I also have other questions. And one of my other questions was going to be on the success stories which you just shared. So how can a developer join the DevRel community? How can they be a dev advocate, actually? So, you're interested in being a dev advocate, dev evangelist, join that main umbrella. So, how can you do that as a developer? Uh, so, um, to become a DevRel, uh, it doesn't actually um, imply that you actually need to be um, a developer in the start. But, okay. how, becoming, how being a developer helps you be a better DevRel is that you were already a dev, but now you are doing developer relations. That is okay. that is pretty much that is pretty much how it helps you as a developer. So um, 
transitioning for me um i feel like it's it's beyond just being um able to code it's it's also being able to create content on text stuff because i mean uh if all developers were just coding throughout that nobody was creating tech contents or tutorials or nobody was writing articles or nobody was um doing um tech memes or nobody was doing uh, funny stuff that we tech people like yeah so tech people can laugh at i mean it does not really um does not really like um it would be like just boring because everybody just couldn't yeah and um the devil is just that part of um of this tech thing that we do that you actually have developer skills and you have um developer relations I, and now you're doing developer relations rather because now it's like you're, you're doing like uh what would i call it hr for for developers mm-hmm. or it, it's 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 bro- it's deeper than that because i just put hr because i it's more in the day and everybody can relate to and vibe with that well where yeah. that's how it's like and companies hire these people because they as i said they can relate to the developer community or they have existing connections within the developer community plus their, te- their own technical background like that they can use to actually collect data especially from um, companies that have developer um tooling or stuff like that so these people can yeah. help you be the bridge between your engineering and the developers outside your community and developers outside your core team or whatever so these people are just the bridge between your company's engineering and the outside and however developers are seeing outside about your company. So that's how developer relations, developer devrel people are, are viewed in the um in the tech community. I may be wrong and I may be skipping over so many core details. But I know as a devrel you create content on tech stuff. Um you relate yeah. to developers like normally because you help, you are helping your company collect data and feedback and stuff like that. You're also help, yeah. you're also helping your community and your companies teach what they are doing currently to the outside developers so they can say okay this is cool this is nice i see what the guys at Basel are doing for example or what the guys at um uh netlify or i mean we just see all these companies and we're like okay yeah i know netlify but nobody actually thinks about how do how, do we, how did we get to know netlify how did we get to know Basel? Yeah. those are the jobs of those are like influences of what devils and developer kids have done one way or the other it's probably through an we saw it maybe through a tutorial on youtube that somebody was using every site and those are partnerships that devils can set up for your company or maybe those are um, maybe saw it through um one of your guys using it so maybe he saw it that one of other person saw it it's like to i don't know that that it's like um it's like a chain though when you have good devils i can help get the word out of your for your company yeah. about outside it does help your engineering team and your company yeah. group, and it also helps developers outside because you guys are like it's not that's pretty much yeah. Oh, thank you so much for that. So, like, dev advocates and devrels are like the influencers in the tech space. Yeah, you could say influencers, but or you could just say, um, yeah, developers that understand developers to help a company. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Thank you for that. So, are there like um developer tools or technology that you're currently using? In dev advocacy that you're excited about that you really recommend to developers and people that are in tech space uh, so you mean like developer tools that, that i use as a devrel like okay you know devrel like they're promoting technology they're promoting tech product all these things so are there is there any um product or technology that you're really excited about that more developers should know about that would help them to 
accelerate their growth in their tech journey? Um, yeah, yeah, uh, that's that's a very um good question. Uh, and there are like different answers to that question yeah. on different levels. But um, uh, my own like generic answer and um cover it or cover all answer. Yeah, cover all. Yeah, I think that's better. We should proceed. My own cover all answer would be um, uh, for me to be a better devil or to actually even start being a devil, you first need to forget about being a developer. Like forget the technical things you've learned for a bit. Just put them aside and trash them. Then now you um you're going to like have to improve yourself on other deals. Deals like marketing, deals like public speaking, deals like um uh what would I call it? Skills like networking. Uh, uh what what other skill would I say? Um you like you like content creation, exactly. The marketing, public speaking, content creation and networking. Public so these are skills. Uh, public speaking, rather. That's what I meant. Public speaking, content creation, networking, and um, I remember the last one I said, and maybe content creation, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm repeating. But yeah, those are like skills you actually need to like acquire first as a, as a developer, as a dev or whatever, uh, developer advocates. So acquire those skills first. Then you can complement those skills with the existing technical skills that you have. You remember you minus technical skills and now you're adding it back to what you currently have gone to Amherst, yeah. or maybe you have a current, maybe you, maybe you have, maybe you're like very smart and you're very like a um, people person. So yeah, because I'm an introvert, but I'm, I'm like, um, what makes me um, be a, a devil is that I'm, I'm excited about technology and I love develop and I love um, doing tech stuff. So uh, it's sort of like um, what's out the part of me being uncomfortable discussing tech with other people because um, my, intro- my introvertedness does not affect that. In, on some levels, I really talk much in public, unless it's like tech related. It's very weird. But, yeah. but like moving on, moving on. So other tools that help me um, be a better devil, I think they would be um, uh, social media. I guess uh, social media mostly because um, and 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 I hope I, I'm not sure if that was um the exact answer you were expecting. But social media does help me because um, most of the things I've said now you can achieve via social media platforms. So um. If you are developing for a specific company, uh, pick a place where you know um, your your um, your target audience exists. So if you are advertising something that, um, what would I call it, UI library, for example, you probably pick places like um, Twitter, places like TikTok, places like um, like YouTube. You you might not use LinkedIn because like, I, I don't know why why would you use LinkedIn for something like that, or you might not use what or you might use WhatsApp group chat or something for for niche. Or niche communities that use that existing tooling because the thing about DevRel is, um, and other thing about DevRel is finding the right platform that you should use to actually get the word out with the right communities because you are not just telling um somebody that is telling stuff on the streets that okay um I yeah, I'm a developer I'm a developer advocate for millions years it does not make sense to that person it does not make sense to somebody that is working in the bank it does not make sense that somebody that is working in government it makes sense to somebody that is doing developer stuff. And somebody that um even within the developer space is not doing DevOps, maybe is not doing backend, is not doing um, is not doing UI UX, somebody that is doing front end and that within that front end, somebody that is doing React or something. So, like I don't know, it's like fi- finding the right target audience and using the right tooling, which in this case would just be um social media platforms um equipped with other things which are like content creation, um, public speaking, um, networking, 
And then, um, what was the last one I mentioned? Um, I can't remember, uh, kind of content creation publics, those four things I mentioned before. Yeah, that, those are, that, that was my answer. I, knew. I, I don't know if the answer is a question, but like, I, I don't feel like there's like tooling that you should, um, that would like help you, um, uh, ultimately, like as a developer, it's just about knowing what you are doing, um, knowing what you're, who you are developing for, knowing what they do, and finding the right places or the right routes to follow to better help your company because all you are doing here is trying to help your company. There's no, there's no, um, there's no um general there's no almighty formula to just that yeah i understand all right thank you so much for your answers this is the last question and it has been so fun so far so the last yeah. question is what are like how do you measure the success of your developer advocacy efforts like what metrics do you try um so measuring success there is no um, there is no like absolute metric measuring success, but but based on what your company does and what you and what your on their what their goals are at the moment, I think those are the metrics that would help that would that like would be used to to measure what you are what you are bringing in for your company. I mean, if I'm if I'm developing for million now, million is like a, a project um that is gaining so much traction at the moment. But one thing we are looking for now is sponsors. Like we would have, we actually have sponsors existing, but we don't have like a sponsorship program ongoing, which we have actually set up. We are looking for like sponsors that will sponsor the projects. But now my work, my job as a developer is now to find ways to actually get sponsors for a project because now, I, because at the moment that, that's like high priority for, for the project at the moment. So now depending on you as a developer and what's your, um, what's your company needs at the moment. If you can help your company solve the problems that they have at the moment, which pertains to you as which 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 is within which are we am like within your power or your um your job description as a developer, advocate or devil, I feel like that way you're actually like um giving value. The value that your company needs, the way you're giving to it. So there's no metric to actually tracking what a devil does. It's more about well, what is the devil bringing in? The devil bringing more people in to adapt, to adopt our tool. Is there bringing more, more um, money maybe in the, uh, in the, um, in the aspect of us getting more sponsorships or more, or more funding? Is there bringing, um, is there attracting better talents to con con contribute to the project? Or, or what's the devil, what's the devil bringing basically? What are you bringing to the table? Pretty much. Yeah. That's, that's why I think, yeah. Oh, right. Thank you so much. So developer relations and dev advocacy is just about preaching the gospel of that particular product, so that particular company, that particular technology, so that people can come on board to help out and to not only help out, but to make their code better day by day. And this is something that we learned a lot on the episode today. Thank you for sharing about open source. Thank you for making us much more enlightened on how we can get our pull requests merged and so many other contributions yeah. that we do. And benefits of being a maintainer, that's something that we also learned. And we'll also try to put this in practice. Thank you for joining us today on Tech with Wanola. And you guys should please give your reviews. What do you think? Yeah. What did you learn? And how do you plan to, like, 
put this into your daily coding life and your daily tech life. All right. So the designers, I'm very sure you learned something one way or the other because designers too can contribute open source and you can also be a designer dev advocate. So, okay. Thank you for stopping by on the pod. We really do appreciate and I hope we have another episode to get that sometime later. Thank you. Yes, sir. A very wonderful day. Do you have anything you want to share with the listeners? Anything you would like to say? Any shout out? Any saying at all? Yeah. So, um, what I would like to say to developers out there is, um, uh, open source is something that uh, is community backed and something that uh, would help you. Um, would give you like a stage to meet tons of people from all over the world. So, um, I mean, the idea is just to want to meet more people, have fun, and then, uh, I guess, make the contributions, I guess. <laughs> that's pretty much what yeah. it is, because, yeah, that, that's 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 about it. Have fun, basically, and don't overwhelm yourself. Yeah, very important. You come first. Open source, come second. Oh, yeah, we've heard him. He said we come first. Open source comes second. Put yourself first. And also make good use of the stage of open source and grow your career. Thank you. Thank you so much, Toby. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. And we'll see you at the other side. Don't forget yeah, to sure. break the pod. And don't forget to like the pod and share all your friends. And have a nice day. Bye.